Moving to Live is a podcast about movement and exercise. We bring you interviews with professionals in the movement and exercise field. The goal is to provide information for other professionals and also amateur movement aficionados, people who understand that movement is part of what makes life complete. Some of the people we interview you will have heard of. They're well known in and outside of the movement and exercise profession. Others you may not have heard of, but they have a great deal of knowledge to share. Many people doing the best work spend their time working with people, not working on their social media presence. We're going to give you a chance to learn from some of these talented and knowledgeable individuals, and we're going to learn along with you. Moving to Live podcasts are going to be short. Each interview will be long enough to impart usable information, but short enough to be able to be consumed in a single bout, during your workout, commute, or even during dinner prep. We all like long-form interviews, but time is valuable. Moving to Live wants to give you the option to learn and be entertained without needing to commit 60 minutes at a time for an interview. Give Moving to Live a listen. Check out our sister podcast, FitLab PGH, which highlights people, businesses, events, and activities in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area that make movement a priority. Moving to Live would love to hear from you. Want to connect with us or have an idea for somebody you think we ought to interview? Drop us an email, mov2liv at gmail.com, or connect with us on Instagram and Twitter, both underscore mov2liv. We're excited to bring you these interviews, and we think you'll enjoy each and every one that we bring you. Welcome back to part two of Moving to Live. We are with Eric Malzone, who we talked to two weeks earlier, who kind of described his path from youth water polo player to salesman to successful fitness owner of a facility in Santa Barbara, California, who then made the decision to not chuck it and move away, but the decision to move on a path where he had more control over his time and maybe the living expenses and costs of living was a little bit cheaper so he could pick and choose where he spent his time and kind of get off the, uh, the treadmill, so to speak. So Eric, thank you for joining <laughs> Moving to Live uh, for part two. You got it, man. I'm excited. So in part one of the interview, you kind of described how you made the decision, some, some personal tragedies, and you said, okay, my perfect day no longer involves going into a gym and coaching every day. And you implemented your exit strategy, which I think could be an entire podcast, but you made a change. So what is it that you do now to bring in the money and allow you to have that more flexibility to do what you want to do in everyday life? Yeah. So now, you know, primarily we're, we're focused on, and I think, you know, when I, when I stepped away uh, from gym ownership, I think one of the best moves I made was, was um, acquiring and befriending a great business partner. Uh, Doug Holt is my business partner. Um, <clears throat> He was also a gym owner for 12 years in Santa Barbara. Um, he's had a digital marketing agency for 20. And uh, so when we started hatching ideas, and actually I, his, his inspiration was a big part of what I did because when I called him and said, hey, I could use some help you know, on how to sell a facility, uh, he was driving from California to Alaska in his converted Sprinter van and he was working the whole way. And I was like, that's it. That's what I want. I'm going to do that type of work. Um, so we started, um, originally we started our, our digital marketing agency called fitness marketing Alliance, which is a full stack agency. So we do, um, primarily work for online fitness professionals, um, membership sites, things like that. And that's for SEO AdWords, you know, uh, agency work. Um, and this is, 
This is for all aspects of fitness, not just CrossFit, which was your background, correct? Right, right. We're actually more um, more geared towards uh, online fitness professionals, so people who have uh, their their business online, because we can scale that a little bit easier than a, than a local market. It's it's better for us, you know, and better for the client. Um, our our biggest focus right now is fitness professional online. Uh, that is our uh, essentially it's a content curator um, where we want to provide. Um, a lot of value for modern fitness professionals, whether they be gym owners who want to, you know, expand their, their online network or professionals who have taken their business completely online or hybrids thereof. And uh, we want to provide a ton of great content for them. And the way we make our money now is primarily through mastermind groups, one-on-one um, -on -one business coaching. And then we're coming up with a, uh, a scalable uh, marketing service for gym owners. So um, all that should be released by the time this is because uh, we're working on it this week. So yeah, you know, I, after going through mastermind groups, I have to say is my biggest passion. You know, if you look at what you love, you know, or things that you do in your week, uh, when I get done you know, with one of our mastermind groups and Doug and I both, once we're done, we're more energized than when we started. And I think that's a really good sign because, you know, as, as fast as everything's changing right now, Ben, with ability to market, um, you know, all the technology, which you and I have talked about extensively, um, you know, any course that we've created or things we've taught people on, on how to build their business, um, by the time it releases one or two months later, it might be outdated. So we found that mastermind groups are the best area to just form an area where we can critically think about each other's businesses, um, and then devise solutions that are unique to that, that particular problem. So, um, that's, that's where we're, we're making the biggest impact right now. And it's, um, man, it's just a ton of fun. And anybody's listening, if they check out fitness professional online, you want to be a, a contributor, um, to that creating content and get your name out there, please let me know. Uh, cause we'd love to talk to you. And we'll have uh, links in the show notes so people can do that. Somebody's listening to this. They're a fitness professional, um, they maybe say, well, you know, I'm a pretty smart guy and I know my market and Doug doesn't know my market and I know my clients online. What's the selling point to say, Hey, you know, sometimes you need somebody else to tell you what to do, not to, and what not to do. I'm a yeah. big, I'm a big believer of being an expert in some things. And if I don't know what I'm doing to be humble enough or smart enough to call somebody who does And my, my contractor in my house will attest to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think when you look at true value and mentorship, it's not necessarily the things that I've done successfully. It's the vast amount of screw ups that I've done along the way, which I can help people leapfrog. And Doug's the same way. You know, we've tried even just in the year we've been working together, we've screwed up so many times, Ben. And, uh, you know, we, we've learned from those drastically. And, you know, my favorite definition of success, and I, I think we may have talked this about this before, was, uh, you know, moving from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And, you know, we look at ourselves as not necessarily the people um, on top of the mountain saying, hey, come up here, here's how you get here. But we're the Sherpas that move alongside you, helping you guide you along the way. Because um, if anyone says they have it all figured out in the online space, they're full of it. <laughs> they just are because it's no one knows. There's no one way to skin a cat. There's no proven, you know, method that still works today as effectively as it did six months ago. It's changing too fast. So, um, you know, and, and I think the biggest thing that we've done, the biggest thing we offer is our lifestyle. You know, uh, I, I cram most of my work in from <clears throat> Monday at noon to Friday at noon. And then over the weekends, um, I do what I want and I get off the grid. And uh, that's, you know, if people are interested in that type of lifestyle, well, we've got that down pat and we can show you how to do it. So it's not necessarily the marketing side of thing. It's, it's using... Um, your ability um, as a fitness trader or an online fit pro or whatever it is that you do um, to build the lifestyle that you want. And that's, 
essentially what we're, what we're offering and what we're selling people is that, you know, uh, it it sounds like what you're selling is the fact that the typical fitness professional job that you think of from maybe back when you and I first started out where you went into a facility or you owned a facility or you went to somebody's house. Yes, that still exists, but there's a whole big wide world out there. If you have not only the knowledge for coaching and for training people, but you also have the, have to have the technological ideas or somebody like you who can help them so that they know, how do I get my information, not just to my next door neighbor or my buddy that I'm training, but maybe you're living in Montana and somebody is in Tel Aviv, Israel, and they want that information. Yeah. Yeah. Going from, you know, going from a local market to a global market, um, it's a big shift. You know, I mean, just think about that sentence. You're going from a local market to a global market. How do you get found, right? How do you start acquiring clients? And, you know, if you built up a name, if you're someone like, you know, Greg Justice or Tony Gentlecore, people like this who have spent decades building up a name, it's a little bit easier. But if you've been in the industry for five, six, seven, eight, and even 10 years, um, and you've been focused on your local market and you now want to get break free, you know, the, the average lifespan of a personal trainer is eight years right? Think about that. That burnout, that's a real thing. And overall, the industry is completely undervalued, um, mostly by our own doing is we don't charge enough. We don't set ourselves at that standard. We're very, um, you know, I guess less lack of better term subservient to the masses. Um, so we want to take that and have people actually become professionals in the industry and make a professional living and live a lifestyle that, that makes sense for them and not burn out because they're training all of their time for money. Um, and a very, very low rate. Uh, so that's, that's the biggest mission we have. I mean, there's so many common themes, um, across the fitness industry of, you know, they don't, people don't know how to get their next client. Referral networks are burnt out. Um, they don't know how to differentiate themselves and that's all stuff that we've, we've seen and we can help with. And I think that last sentence really hits what so many people forget about. I was interviewing for FitLab Pittsburgh, a bicycle shop owner the other day, and she said, uh, I believe if I'm going to do something, I need to do it better than other people. And I think you've kind of alluded to the fact that if you're going to be in the online community with Mm -hmm. fitness, you maybe don't have to do it better than people, but you have to be at least as good. And I think the other thing that's really key, and you can probably concur with this, is what's your niche or what are you doing that's different? Yes. Yes. And so many people, I I know when I started my podcast, my first thought was I want to either be better or different. I think by telling people stories and then getting their professional and I'm on the way to being different, but being able to brainstorm with people like you. Yeah. So as the, uh, as the professional, and I know we're a little short on time because you've got another appointment as the professional, are you better for somebody who comes to you with helping them identify their niche or using the proper tools so they could be successful in getting their message across? Does somebody really have to have at least some idea? Maybe they've got to say, I'm good at this, this, and this, but I'm not good at that. Or do they just come to you and say, help me, Eric? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have five stages that we go through um, of building an online business. And the thing is, they're not necessarily linear because you may get to stage three and be like, whoop, got to go back to stage two. You might get all the way to stage five and get all like, ah, sh- I got to scrap the whole thing, get back to stage one. But really, I think the biggest thing, if I can offer the most value to someone who's saying, you know, I want to take my coaching online. Number one, if you're coaching online, you're still trading time for money. Okay. Um, if you have online coaching now, although it's a lot more freedom and you're probably going to make a lot more per hour, but just have that realization in the back of your head. Number two, finding your niche is extreme niche niche. I go back and forth all the time. Uh, it's, 
it's so paramount, you know, um, for example, you know, if someone wants to work, well, I want to work with women over the age of 35. No, 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 too broad. You like the best ones I've seen is like, you know, someone who specifically targeted women six weeks postpartum, that's her fitness niche. She's like, that's who she goes after. She can speak a very, very direct message to those people that resonates. And although she's not limiting herself to just that group of people, she'll work with anybody. But a marketing message and content creation is much easier if you have a very, very specific person that you're talking to. I think these are things that you cannot learn in school or, or you probably commonly don't know in school. I think Eric's hit on the point that you need to have mentors, either if they're paid mentors or if there's somebody who kind of helps you along the way. And he didn't directly say it, but you could kind of infer it. It has to be people who don't have an ulterior motive. They have to actually want to help you get better. Yes. And I, I think what fa- I found so interesting when I first met Eric is the fact that here's somebody who has recognized that the area for growth in the fitness market is online because you're literally limited by how do you connect with somebody and where do they have an internet access? And I think that was really driven home to me when I did one of my podcasts with uh, Stacy Sims in New Zealand. And, you know, we're 15 hours apart. Eric, I want to thank you for talking to Moving to Live first about your story two weeks ago and then kind of really articulating about what you do in your business and helping fitness professionals develop an online persona and show what they do and showcase what they do and really make it a career rather than something where they kind of dabble on the side with it, which I think is potentially damaging to people long term because you're limited in what you can learn because that's not your priority. We're going to have extensive show notes for Eric. I know that he's got two podcasts, which he basically mentioned, and I encourage you to listen to both of them. And if you're interested in the, the shorter one where he interviews fitness professionals, he's got a set, a set of questions where you can basically tell, you, tell people what you do and get your name out there and see other people. I encourage you to drop them a line and talk to them. Eric, I want to thank you for talking to Moving to Live. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, Ben, this is awesome, man. Thank you for everything you're doing. This is a great show. Really loved it. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Moving to Live. Make sure you check out the show notes for contact information for our latest guest, as well as links about all the things we talked about. Intro and exit music is Traveling Light by Jason Shaw. You can subscribe to Moving to Live on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, and be notified about new episode releases. Have any questions, comments, or suggestions? Drop us an email, mov2liv at gmail.com. Connect with us on Twitter or Instagram, both underscore MOV number two LIV. Please tell your friends about Moving to Live. It's a go-to place for information for movement and exercise professionals and amateur aficionados who understand that movement is part of what makes your life complete. Until next week, keep on moving.